Today's podcast is powered by Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. Y'all, Halloween is right around the corner, and this week's flavors at Crumble are all treats with no tricks. First of all, we have the strawberry limeade featuring nerds. This is new, a tart lime cookie topped with a marbled strawberry buttercream and a sprinkle of crunchy nerds candies and nerds gummy clusters. There's also the classic Krispies bar featuring Rice Krispies. It's a crackly Rice Krispies cookie, and it's slammed with marshmallow butter and vanilla. How about the chocolate malt featuring Tootsie Roll? This is also new. An irresistible chocolate malt cookie with Tootsie Roll, buttercream, a drizzle of Tootsie Roll caramel, and an unwrapped mini Tootsie Roll on top. There's the original featuring M&M's candies. It's the tried and true cookie, and it's peppered with sweet and crispy M&M candies. How about the peanut butter crisp featuring Butterfinger, a rich cookie bursting with creamy peanut butter, melted chocolate, and a crunchy Butterfinger pieces. And the blue raspberry featuring the icy cookie is back as well. It's a chilled soft vanilla cookie, and it's topped with a tart blue raspberry icy frosting, sparkling crystal sugar, and an edible candy straw. And then there's the classic, you can't go wrong, milk chocolate chip. It's thick, it's soft, and packed with milk chocolate chips. You can check out Crumble Cookies in the shops at Hilltop in Jonesboro. You can download the app, order online, and save some time, or go to crumblecookies.com. Enjoy the podcast. is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Monday. It is October the 21st. No, it is October the 24th of 2022. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a long weekend, long, uh, a long week. You survived. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited about surviving. I wasn't sure at one point if I was going to survive the weekend. This time last week, I do remember you were a little uh, oh, stressed. Yeah, because there was a lot of stuff to mm-hmm. do, and we made it through it. So yeah. uh, excited about that. Uh, today, October 24th, is National Food Day. So that's mm. always fun to celebrate. Yeah. It's also National uh, Bologna Day. Mm. So uh, didn't you go somewhere and get a bologna sandwich recently? Oh my gosh, and it was so good. It was a fried bologna sandwich, and it had like a fried egg on it, and mm. like a little bit of mayo, and some um, tomato. It was so good. So if I do fried bologna at home, it's one of those bologna deals where you put it down there in the pan, and you mm-hmm. have to cut the little uh, slices in the middle of it so it doesn't bubble up and burst. Yes. Uh, today is also World Tripe Day, and I've had tripe before. Have you had tripe no, you're disgusting. It's the lining of the stomach. Yeah, that's so, disgusting. Yeah, sometimes you can get the tripe in a street taco. So hmm. <laughs> I'll go by today and do that. That doesn't sound so good no. to you? Yeah, don't tell your family that's what you got them either because, hang on, wait a minute. What? What's oh, happening? No. Oh my goodness, we're one week away from Halloween. Ooh, oh, oh. And this is what happens. It starts to get a little bit dark early, mm-hmm. and we start to kind of get nervous. I told my wife last night, I said, I need to run to the store to get some coffee so I have coffee for in the morning, but I need to get there before dark. Oh, my gosh, Brandon. <laughs> Either you sound like a five-year-old or like a 95-year-old man that doesn't want to get out because of the lights, oh, because man. of the, the reflections. Because I'm afraid I can't see as good mm-hmm. in the dark, and what if somebody comes out from underneath my truck? It's very, it's very likely it will happen to you. What if I start to get in my truck and somebody grabs my foot and they start pulling me out of my truck? You know what? I, if somebody wants to help me plan that to scare him, oh. I'll do it. Some people say I worry a little bit too much. Huh? I have never heard that. <laughs> I'm not sure who those people are. 
That is new for me. All right. One week from Halloween. I'm not going to go outside after today. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. Man, big news out there. If you're uh, planning on doing the big Thanksgiving celebration at your house, you might want to know there is a turkey shortage. What? <laughs> Supply and demand is going to drive up the prices of turkeys of this year. It is. Kelly, they're saying these turkeys, um, they could be double the price that they were last year. It's Why? everything. Literally everything. I was in a store last night and I was like, hey, these chips that I'm buying right now, six months ago, were half the price. <laughs> and they're the generic ones. I know. I Even know. the generics are expensive right now. Yeah, I know. Literally, it might be less expensive <laughs> to go to restaurants and eat. It's it's pretty bad. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so turkey prices crashed in 2019, right? And they're saying that many farmers stopped trying to raise turkeys. So the supplies down. Of course, inflation makes everything more expensive. The feed is more expensive. Fuel costs are more expensive. Labor costs are more expensive. Uh, the drought across the U.S. isn't helping either. They're saying the avian flu is worse than normal. You know what's going to come come next? We're right. going to have a shortage of Christmas trees. There's oh. always going to be a shortage of something with whatever's coming up. It's it's a conspiracy, and it's it's the it's the companies doing it. You think the companies are doing it? Yes. I said this to somebody last week when we're talking about prices of everything. I'm like, hey, the reason prices are up, yeah, sure, some things are more expensive, right? But what the people are trying to do is protect their profit margin as well. Gosh. Now, I don't want to get all business right. on you. But hey, you know, you guys could probably not charge as much and still make a heck of a profit. Right. But if you want to have like a 60% profit, you got to raise your prices. So. But a turkey. I know that. So I'm thinking about having to figure out where I'm going for Thanksgiving. Maybe somebody else can buy the turkey. <laughs> somebody else go in on a turkey. Hey, whenever you do like a family thing at your house, do you have your family pay? I have before. Like how much you have to pay? It just depends on how much it costs me to get everything. So you charge per person or mm-hmm. per family group or what? It'd be per person. So you charge per head, much like a caterer does. If you're going to do the food at your house, you're going to charge per head. Like I said, I've done it before, <laughs> and it was like a, a team effort. It was something that we decided on before. I didn't like invite everybody over and be like, hey, before you come in the door, it's $25 a head. I didn't do that. <laughs> Did you provide entertainment? Always. Oh. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show high five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Melissa Taverner. Check this out. Over the weekend, she was inaugurated as the very first ever female president at Lion College. Yes. It's the 19th president in the history of the school and the first female, which... There was a big celebration over the weekend, basically saying, hey, you've done a great job. So she became the interim president back in August of last year and was finally made the official full-time president. Uh, they were celebrating her accomplishments, everything she's achieved since joining the college. She's been a part of the transition to NCAA Division Three. She's also organizing a partnership with White River Help, which uh, Health, which is uh, working with an RN to BSN program at Lyon College. Yeah. But imagine what she felt like that day being the first female president of Lyon College. Imagine how proud her family and her friends are. So here's to you, Melissa Taverner. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price.
right now. You can check availability in your area at rightfiber.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, doing it big on a Monday morning. It is October the 24th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Blake Shelton. Don't want to scoot the boots of nobody. Get straight to so we told you a couple weeks ago that Blake Shelton was leaving The Voice, right? He's done something like 20 seasons, basically 10 years of his life, has been sent uh, spent in that big red chair spinning around mm-hmm. and coaching people and stuff like that. So we were kind of wondering what happened. Why was he going to leave The Voice after all this time? And the answer, according to uh, rumors out there today, is that Gwen Stefani basically said, you need to go ahead and leave the show. So the story is, is that Gwen wants to spend more time with Blake They want to make sure their relationship is strong. They feel like they've been too busy recently. And her vision is after next season for him just to kind of ride off into the sunset to have more time at home. Now, the interesting thing about that is they can't really figure out where to live. They spend half of the time in uh, in Encino, California, in Gwen's $13 million mansion. Mm. And the rest of the time is spent at Blake's Ranch in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a crazy story. But what's up with Blake Shelton leaving The Voice? It looks like. What's up? It's his wife, Gwen Stefani. We have country music news today on Kenny Chesney. I want to know how forever feels. So Kenny Chesney can now add the title of doctor to his resume. Well, at least honorary doctor. He attended a special ceremony over the weekend at his alma mater, East Tennessee State University, where he was awarded awarded an honorary doctorate of uh, humane letters. So he came up to the stage and he was talking about and reflecting on the impact that the school's music program had on his decision to go ahead and pursue country music as a career. He reminisced about playing at Chucky's Trading Post, which at the time was a local Mexican restaurant how he played at the down home and a place called quarterbacks barbecue right there on tree streets and he said that's where all of it started for him he also shared photos of his big night on social media and i love how kenny stresses the importance of music in schools he's always been a big proponent of that but congrats to kenny on his honorary doctorate check out all the photos on any of his socials just search kenny chesney and country music news today on cody johnson if you got a chance take it So Cody Johnson's out on tour. He played a show over the weekend in Fort Worth, Texas. And in the middle of the show, uh, they lost audio from some members of the band. Some of the instruments just weren't playing anymore. So basically, they look at him. They're like, hey, you got to stretch. You got to stall. And he didn't know what to do. So Cody Johnson, you know, the country cowboy rodeo guy, started rapping. Now, he wasn't rapping like current rap. No, he was doing raps from TV shows. I'll tell you, who became the prince of a town called Bel Air? Little Fresh Prince. Say I won't. <laughs> it's his style of rap, I guess. Check out this next one. Even older than Fresh Prince. Well, it's a two-story about a man named Ted. Poor man here, barely kept his family fed. And then one day, he was digging for his brood. Up from the ground, go over and grew up. Crowd didn't know what to do. <laughs> didn't know oh, what to expect. Oh, so many of these. Y'all better get it turned back on. But it's kind of a cool look at Cody Johnson just having fun on stage. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. 
She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's Morning Show. Did you know the North Korean government owns a chain restaurant called Yongyang that has locations in several other countries, including China, Indonesia, Vietnam, and Malaysia, and it serves dog meat. That's a legit thing at Yong Kong. What is it? Yong Yang. Yong Yang. Yes. So. That's true. Yeah. It's really dog meat. Correct. Which dog is supposed to taste the best? I don't know, but that is not one of my facts. Will you re- no, research I that for me it. and let me know? I think it's Cavapoos. You leave Murphy Lee out of this <laughs> yeah. right now. He's adorable right now. His haircut is so good. I know. He looks so beautiful. We've had people messaging us from calendars all that across the country. That is a co- lie. Okay, Brandon. that might be a little okay. bit of a stretch, but people are saying he's cute. And I love all of you for loving my dog. Okay. What's up? Did you know there are more trees on Earth than stars in the Milky Way galaxy? Approximately 3.04 trillion trees versus 100 to 400 billion stars. So you're telling me we don't have to save the trees anymore? No, that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> is that what you're trying no. to say? I think and that was Kelly who said that. What is wrong with you right now? What's wrong with and, you, Stanley? And did you know pumpkin spice may have first spread to non-pie foods in 1936 when a recipe for pumpkin spice cakes appeared in the Washington Post? It was described as a desirable dessert for a family dinner and a healthful pick-me-up for children after school. Really? Because I hear a lot of kids say, give me pumpkin spice. Right, sure. Yeah, that happens all the time. I haven't had anything pumpkin spice yet this year. Have you? No. All right, maybe it's time. Yeah. Maybe it is. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So there's great news if uh, maybe you're somebody who some people would describe as follically challenged, not a whole lot of hair on your head, uh, yet you tell people that your brain is so smart that... uh, it grew so big that it was pushing hair out. That's kind yeah. of what I tell people. It's mm-hmm. my intelligence yeah. that forced out my hair. There's only room for one, either a brain or hair. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Obviously, you get plenty, uh, plenty of hair. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so it's reading this morning in the Balding Times. It's one of my favorite publications. Mm-hmm. I've always held out hope that one day I could grow hair. And now, according to a team of Japanese researchers, they have found a way to grow hair. They're growing hair follicles in a lab. And somehow they're saying this is going to work. Really? According to the researchers at Yokohama National University, which might have been where my mom went, uh, they were talking (laughs) about studying hair follicle growth and hair pigmentation. They were trying to figure it out. And they were able to generate hair follicles in Petri dishes using skin cells from mice. Oh, my goodness. And they were able to use like a special type of gel that allowed those little hair follicles to start to grow. So we might finally have a chance to regenerate hair. I think that's great. They haven't tested this on human hair yet. It's all been done on mice. Maybe you could be like the first human guinea pig, if you will. That's a good idea. You should write him and just say, hey, you would be willing to try this. I'd have to sign off on any type of other problems that might arise from them trying to test stuff on me. Yeah, other complications, other... What are they called? Uh, Side effects? I don't know if I really want that. You know how you see those medicine commercials and there's like 45 side effects for one pill? Yeah, it helps you with the one thing you have, but then it makes 45 other things go wrong with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm in for that. Yeah. But the story is, I mean, that's a pretty big story. I've known people who have tried to cure baldness. Like for me, I just went ahead and embraced it Yeah. because I I pretty much didn't have a chance or a choice. Mm -hmm. But like my grandfather, when I was young, I go back and look at photos from like my second birthday. He was bald when I was born, bald on my first birthday, and by my second birthday he had a full head of hair what yeah he bought a toupee and oh. he was he was wearing that 
also remember a friend of mine who had, uh, you know, bought a dark toupee when he was younger. And as he got older, he didn't, I guess, didn't have the money to go buy the new toupee. So he was gray on the sides, like silver and jet black on top. Maybe. Well, and since you don't have any hair, you could just, you could either buy a toupee or, I mean, I don't know, just try the new gel that they're going to come out with. Full on wig would be fine, right? Sure. I, that could be my disguise. I could wear that when I go out, and I don't want people to know me. I can just put on hair. That would probably be the best disguise you've ever done. Would that be awesome? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what the hair would look like. Hey, I had a buddy who was uh, a wrestling buddy, and he had thinning hair at one point before thinning hair was cool. I'm talking like maybe early 90s. Uh, and he had his toupee sewn into his scalp because when you're wrestling, like a toupee could fly off. So he had it sewn into his scalp, and I'll never forget, we were at the Dallas Sportatorium, we were doing television one night, and he was wrestling a guy who went to give him this move, and he was going to throw him by his arm, and he had a hold of his hair. Mm-mm. Dude swears he had no idea that this was fake hair, but he held on to it and threw him. So my buddy, who was about 270, went flying, dude kept a hold of his hair, and the toupee came off. Kelly, it was sewed into his head. So It there... ripped deep into oh his scalp. My... I remember going outside to check on him because he went outside and he was out there with the big old towel full of blood. And people are going, oh my gosh, did it rip arteries and veins and all that stuff? So he's bleeding and bleeding a ton. They have to call an ambulance to come pick him up. He sent the towel back into the wrestler who held onto his hair and said, payback's up. Mm." Oh, well, did he ever pay him back? Uh, He paid him back. Yeah. We were all fearful of the next time we were going to see them in the same place. Because there were people who thought maybe it was done on purpose on TV to embarrass him. True story. Wow. And we thought it was kind of funny at first. We didn't realize, like, we thought his hair just fell off. We didn't realize it was sewed into his head. And you know how those people can take, like, follicles from, like, their back or their backside and have them implanted into their head? People do that. Yeah, it's like a hair transplant. You take, like, live hair follicles from, let's say it's your, your fanny, and you put them in your head. So literally, you have fanny hair growing on top of your head. Oh, so your fanny hair grows a lot faster than your hair on your head. Okay. Is that what you're meaning? No, that is too much. Oh. Oh. So confused. (laughs) No, now that's bad. Uh, No longer friends as of 648. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Someone at a business in Ohio called police after they checked their company voicemail and discovered two messages that seemed suspicious. They were from a 58-year-old guy in Cleveland named Desmond Ramsey who dialed the wrong number while trying to hire a hitman. Oh, my gosh. The number he called was one digit off from the number he meant to dial. He called three separate times and left two voicemails and <laughs> talked about putting a $5,000 hit on someone. Shut up. And that someone turned out to be his own son. Oh. Police tracked Desmond down and he admitted to it. He said he and his son recently got into a big argument and he made the calls after having too much to drink. Police charged him with complicity to commit murder and his bond was set at $500,000. That is an absolute disaster right there. And speaking of hiring a hitman to take out your son, why did the hitman get fired? Oh, golly. Let me think here. Why did the hitman get fired? He was assassin his boss. <laughs> and there's... No, no. <laughs> There's a level, man. That's right there at the level of one of the worst ones ever. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. We were talking earlier about how we survived a pretty busy weekend. My wife was absolutely exhausted. She's like, oh, I'm so tired from all the things we've been doing. I know. I said, but you got to remember, I went in and did a morning show all last week, too. Right. I know. It's yeah. a lot. It was a lot of stuff. But one of the things we had the chance to do over the weekend was uh, the Pink Warrior Run and Walk with St. Bernard's mm-hmm. in Northeast Arkansas. Uh, and it was a big deal. They had uh, something like 500 people who were running and again running with the reason to raise money mm-hmm. for breast health and free mammograms and, and stuff like that, which, you know, for some people, it's it's kind of one of those deals. You don't want to think that there's people who have to determine, hey, am I going to go get my yearly mammogram right. uh, even if I don't have the money? Mm-hmm. Uh, programs help with the uninsured and the underinsured, and that's what uh, St. Bernard's was doing, was doing that race to help that uh, that whole process. And those races are always, they're always fun to go to, but they're always super emotional in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. I know that one of the, the cool things that I saw, I loved the way that people carried photos and banners of people that had lost their battle with cancer yeah. or, you know, just to honor those people. And they were walking these big banners across that finish line like, hey, we're going to honor you no matter what. You may have left us, but we're going to honor mm-hmm. you every year to, to remember you. And then just the survivor parade, when they have the survivor parade and you see um, individuals get out there who who some of them still didn't have their hair. Their hair is growing back. Like yeah. they just they just kind of beat it or they they've been cancer free for five years and they've they've gone through to see those those women and men do that walk and some of their family be with them. Whoa. No, it's like, awesome. Yeah. And it really gives you perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if, if you're healthy today, uh, don't take that for granted yeah. because you don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen tomorrow. Nobody predicts, hey, guess what? One day I'm going to have this happen. Even though the pessimists like me might might think that we don't right. really think mm-hmm. that, and then when you get the word, you know that's the diagnosis. It's like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. You just got to fight. You just got to go, and that's the hard part, man. Because you know, a lot of times you think, what? Well, I think I just curl up into a ball and, and lay there. Right. But at that point, that's when you got to go mm-hmm. and you got to fight and you got to fight the the sickness and all that stuff from the treatments. And uh, it was a really special event that we had the chance to be a part of. We saw people do the run, like it's a run walk, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was researching times, like good times. So like if you're a beginner runner, they say the, the average person who just goes out and they're going to try to do a 5k or something like that. The average time is 30 to 40 minutes. Okay. That's average. Mm-hmm. And the, the, I think a 5k is what? Three point something miles. The person who came in first, uh, and I believe it was first overall, was L.J. Bryant. Yes. And he came in at like 17 minutes and something seconds. He did three miles in 17 minutes. He was barreling through the finish line, and I was like, I hope those doors open, because if not, he couldn't slow down. Yeah, he kind of made me feel bad about myself. He was like right before the race. Like I look over there, and there's, there's this guy like stretching and yeah. getting ready and like looks professional, you know, and I'm like, man, well... That's the one that came in at 17 minutes, and there's a reason. 17 minutes? That's insane. What would I that think be? All of our mouths, as because we were ha- handing out medals, yeah. we were like, oh, how? He, we just started the race. Who is this guy? It's basically like six minute miles, a right. little bit less than six minute miles. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here going, is that humanly possible? <laughs> and there were walkers out there, uh, like the average walk time is anywhere from 45 to 60 minutes. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I were to do that, if I were to train, for a 5k i wonder how i could do you know because like sometimes in my head i'm like oh i can be a beast but there's something about trying to be a beast when your body gets tired and you see a hill and i'm like ah, i'm just gonna sneak yeah, on off yeah i know i'm gonna walk Maybe away you from should this train race. for that for an, a 5k you think i should 
No, I don't want to hear about it every day. I'd be complaining about my shin yes. splints and my knees uh-huh. hurting and all that stuff. Yes. Uh, we did have the chance to meet a whole bunch of people, and we love going to events with the idea that we get to meet people. And like, we love it when, uh, and we had this happen a couple of different times when somebody would come up and they're like, hey, this is my son, this is my daughter, and they listen to your show every morning. And then when the kids, yeah. who might not have seen us because they don't have social media or they don't get to go to the events that we do, uh, when they realize, when they hear our voices, that it's us. <laughs> The little kids are like, what? Right. And one of the moms was like, this is who does Good Morning Arkansas. And like his eyes got real big. And I was like, good morning, Arkansas. And he was just like. <gasps> yeah, he told me he hated that part. Brandon, he was like seven. That's what he Hush. told me. No, he didn't. I don't know why he said that. We also met a gentleman who competed in the over 70 division. And won. Uh, so his name is Charlie Barber because uh-huh. we have a picture with him and he was really sweet to us. He says he listens to us every single morning uh, and he was telling me that he feels sorry for me for putting up with Kelly. Brandon, that is not what he said. He said the actual the actual opposite. <laughs> he said, hey, good job putting up with him every day. And I was like, that's how you know he's a true fan yeah. is he knows. So anyway, shout out to him this morning. Yeah. I apologize if I got the story wrong. Mm-hmm, I bet you do. Sorry, Charlie. That's all you wanted to say. Oh, my goodness. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, Happy yeah. birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, October the 24th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Ray Burmester of Jonesboro, who celebrates today. Lexi Burris of Jonesboro, who's a freshman at U of A, is celebrating today. Happy birthday, Lexi. Brian Henley from England is celebrating. Sarah Doherty. Of Little Rock, we have Caroline Thomason, also from Little Rock, celebrating today. Lee Forbes of Truman, Donna Owens of Paragould, Michael Browse in Tuckerman is celebrating. Kathy Yankee of Truman is celebrating today. We have Christina Clausen uh, having a birthday. Happy birthday from Denise. Uh, also, happy birthday and a special happy birthday goes out to Madison Gam, who is turning sweet sixteen today. And go to Brooklyn Junior High. Happy birthday, Madison. This says, uh, Mom, Kyle, and Connor love you so very much. Have a wonderful day. Happy birthday to Madison Gammon. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say, Happy Happy birthday birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Eliza Taylor is 33. That's Clark on the 100. Adrian Bellion is 39. That from the Cheetah Girls. Drake is 36 years old today. You used to call me on my cell phone. Is this the new one you like, Brandon? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Call me on my cell phone. On my cellular phone. Remember this? Are you writing? Say you never ever leave from beside me. Because I want you and I need you. That's the one with the dance, right? Where people yes. were getting hit by cars and stuff. They were getting out of their car and falling. And, and the doors yes. were hitting them and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, happy birthday to Drake, who turns 36. Happy birthday to one of Brandon's favorites. Tila Tequila is 41 today. <laughs> Shot of love right there. <laughs> happy birthday to Kevin Klein, who is 75. Wrestling legend Bill Dundee is 79 today. Happy birthday to the superstar, mm-hmm. who was, uh, man, you talk about influences on my career. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of punches to the face, a lot of kicks to the temple. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's tarred and feathered me and they burned me and mm-hmm. yeah, they've done all kinds of stuff. But happy birthday to the legend himself, superstar Bill Dundee. And happy birthday today to Bill Wyman, who is 86, the former Rolling Stones bassist. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want But if you try sometimes You might find You get what you need Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones is celebrating it today You got that one, you got this one too Happy birthday, Bill Wyman. What's their logo? I didn't ask to see your tongue this morning. Well, I did the logo. She did. Poof. Oh. (laughs) Coffee time. Happy. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Bill Wyman of the Rolling Stones, who turns 86 today. Happy birthday, Bill. Hope you have a good one. Today in pop culture on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, so today is October the 24th, and today in pop culture in 1987, Michael Jackson had a number one hit with this. Today in pop culture in 1992, Boys to Men tied a record for the longest running number one single. It reached 11 weeks at number one with this song right here. That song right there ties with uh, the longest run at the top of the charts. The song it tied with was this. Today in pop culture in 1994, Tim McGraw released this song right here. Without a moment too soon, without a minute to spare, you touched my heart when I yeah, that was 28 years ago, by the way. Wow. And today in pop culture in 2006, Taylor Swift released her album called Taylor Swift. Of course, it featured her first big hit. I hope you think my favorite song, the one we dance to all night long, the moon like a spotlight. It also featured the song Teardrops on My Guitar. So that album, Taylor Swift, also featured this. And it also featured this. Our song is a slam of screen doors, sneaking out, it tapping on your window when we're on the phone. 
then you talk real slow Cause it's late and your mama don't know Our song is the way you laugh The first date that I didn't kiss her and I should have And when I got home For I said amen Asking God if he could play it again Today is October the 24th And that is today in pop culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. What it do, everybody? I got some phrases out there we're going to drop that you need to kick to the curb and get rid of. You don't need to say them no more. Okay. So. Did you just use all of them in one sentence right there? Oh, that's how you normally talk. No, that's how I talk. Uh That's how I talk at events and stuff like that. Well, it sounds like you're about to have to take notes of your own thing. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Here we go, yo. Here we go. Listen. Listen. <laughs> Phrases we should kick <laughs> to the curb. I want to see how many of these I say. Okay. Okay. You want the bell? Uh, definitely. Now, don't ring it just to ring it. You have to promise me you're only going to ring it if I really say it. A million percent, I will only ring it if you say the phrase. You promise. I promise. You're not going to try to make this a bit. Nope. I don't know anyone in here that tries to make things bits. She has the bell. These are phrases that annoy people. Think about yourself. Maybe you're in the workplace. Maybe you're at home and you say these. It's time to kick them to the curb. Yo, yo, yo. All right, here we go. Annoying phrase number one. <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but... And then you go ahead and say something rude. No. Brandon, yes. I don't do that to very many people. But you do it. Who would I do that to? Me. To? <laughs> That's, I'm, if you say these to me, I'm ringing no, the bell. No, or if I've heard no. them say, if you've said them to your wife or someone here or your son, I'm ringing the bell. All right. How about this one? Let's just agree to disagree. No, you're just going to argue. Oh. You'll never say that. Maybe and this was, no. I write. This is a bad choice uh-huh. of content here, yo. Okay. Don't say that. Say yo. I don't even think anyone does that anymore. I'm going to bring it back. Mm-mm. I am. Never mind. I know one person that does it. Who? Can't say. Why can't you say? All right. How about this? Uh, it was just a joke. It's just a joke. Anyone in your life will say, you will say something absolutely horrendous <laughs> that will hurt someone's feelings. Oh. And they will start crying, and no. you will say, it's just a joke. Can't you just take a joke? You Uh-huh. You okay. can't, he can't say anything. So again, these are annoying phrases maybe we shouldn't say. How about somebody who says, let's unpack that real quick. Like, uh, we're going to unpack I know it. somebody. You got that somebody? Say that, yes. So I don't really say that one. How about this? Here's the deal. You ever heard me say that? Here's the deal? I think so, but I think I've said that, too. How about this one? Why are you in such a bad mood? And I won't follow what else you say after that. What do I say after that? Ladies. No, no, no. I know what you're going to say. Why are you in such a bad mood? Are you? Are you Uh angry all the time? Annoying phrases. Are you angry all the time? Uh How about this one? This is a good one. Y'all need to say this probably to your ladies if you're a dude. Hey, calm down. Just calm down. If you want your lady to calm down, that's the last thing you need to say. Uh, how about when somebody says, oh, yeah, must be nice. 
<laughs> Brandon, you say that all the time. Gosh. How about this one? I'm only saying what everybody else is thinking. <laughs> and again, these aren't my phrases. These are phrases that are annoying, and I'm realizing I say all of these. Uh-huh. How about this? Everything happens for a reason, yo. You say it until it pertains to your own life. Sorry, not sorry. I don't. Do I say that? No, you just don't say sorry. Man, this sounds like I'm talking <laughs> to my wife. Brandon. One of my favorite ones is, well, you know, it is what it is. Yo. I don't know why you're putting on yo today, but you do say that. Those are all phrases that are fairly annoying that kind of get on people's nerves. Maybe we've educated you today and you realize that you say a bunch of phrases that people don't like. If you kick those to the curb, if you give those the boot, Brandon. maybe all of a sudden you're not going to be nearly as annoying as you have been. None of us want to be annoying on purpose. YOLO. Yo. <laughs> We're doing it big here today, you know? <laughs> Another really annoying phrase is good morning, Arkansas. Hey! <laughs> there you go. That's number one on the list. I don't know where this list came from. Yo. Mm. Hey! Five, four, three, two, one. You made the calls. You sent the messages. These are the most wanted songs on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Number five. It's Kelsey Ballerini and Heart First song at number five. Number four. To the way that it feels when you lean in and kiss me. The way that you dance when you get kind of tipsy. I'm it's Jordan Davis is what my world spins around. That's song number four. Number three. Jason Aldean, that's what tequila does. Song number three. Number two. I need something you Something stronger than I'm used to. Morgan Wallen, you proof is song number two. Number one. So thank God I get to wake up by your side. Thank God your hand fits perfectly in mine. Thank God you love me when you didn't have to. But you did and you do. And he knew. Thank God for giving me you. It's Kane and Caitlin Brown. Thank God. Back to the most wanted song over the weekend right here with Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, we were talking a few minutes ago about phrases that get on people's nerves, annoying mm-hmm. phrases. And Kelly let it be known that she believes I say the majority of said phrases. Yeah, you do. Well, rethink a couple of those, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yo. Okay. Also, holla if you hear me. Okay. Are these good ones? Put your hands up in the air. Wave them around like you just don't care. Is that another one? That's a good one. Yo, yo. Well, we got a message from Justin Cook that said, here are some of the phrases he's over. Okay. When someone says shaddies instead of shadracks. Shaddies. Someone says starbies instead of Starbucks. Who says that? I'm sure there's people that do. <laughs> Who says it? People that say bless it instead of bless your heart. Bless it. Oh, I think I've said that. You, no, where's my bell? Bless it. You do say that one. I've yeah, never heard you say sorry, bless Justin, your heart. I apologize. Uh, how's your mom and them? No. 
No, people don't say that in real yep, life, do people they? People do say that. Oh, I've my heard goodness. it. Uh, lit. We're lit this Ooh, morning. I like I'm that lit. One. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I know you like it. It's old. That's why you like it. No, I'm going to get lit here, yo. <laughs> I'm lit right now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, people that say uh, asking for a friend. Uh, it's like people that go, oh, I'm just asking for a friend. Oh, yeah, because you know they want to know mm-hmm. what's up with that. Uh, with I could that. care less because Justin says they don't say couldn't care less, and it drives him crazy. Oh, I couldn't care less. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And that people say that kind of stuff all the time. We miss that. Uh, is that a contraction? I think I say that, too. What? But you know what we mean when we say it. Yeah. I could care less. I could care less. Yeah, I couldn't care less. Yeah. I couldn't care less. I yeah. couldn't care any less. So I'd like to apologize if I've said any of these phrases, but Brandon has said all of the above. Yeah, pretty much so. All right. I'm sorry, too, y'all. Brandon Baxter in the morning. It was kind of a busy weekend for uh, myself and KP. It was, yeah. I'm not even sure what all I did <laughs> as I reflect back on it. It was like one thing after another. Yeah. Uh, one of the deals, and probably the deal I was most nervous about, was I was the host of a roast over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you don't know exactly how that's going to go. It was my first time hosting a roast. I'd never even attended a roast. And I was there for the roast of Danny Ford, you know, Glen yeah. Sane Dealerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's been on the tourism board and Parks and Rec and all the different things that he's been on over the years and served the state of Arkansas. So we were there with people from around the state of Arkansas to celebrate Danny Ford, to also make fun of Danny Ford. Oh, gosh. How did that go? A lot of people said <laughs> a lot of really funny things about him. And here's, I didn't know, again, what to expect. I didn't know, I only knew one of the people who was going to be doing the roasting, and that was his granddaughter, Lindsay Wingo. So mm-hmm. I, I figured Lindsay would have something, but the other people had a ton of content, too. And I was just sitting there thinking about this man who shows up. And when Danny Ford walked in, I said, Danny, you have any idea what's about to happen? What you're about to have to go through? And he said, Brandon, honestly, I really don't. <laughs> and he got to get up there and people told all these really Aww. embarrassing stories. I also had the chance to eat in front of an entire room of people. What? Why? It was almost like I was on stage and people were there to watch me eat. Because, you know, like if you see a roast, they have like a podium and then tables and yep. like the guests of honor. Well, I guess because I was the host, I had to eat at the table up front. I had to eat in front of everybody. And I'm worried that people are going to see how I'm eating. Did you eat anything? I ate very small bites. Uh-huh. And I was very discreet in my eating. And then you were probably worried if there was something in your teeth. I worried about that because I ate a little bit of a green bean I was afraid was going to be in my teeth. And then I worried, what if I start to have that deal where I don't chew my food all the way and I start to choke in front of everybody? That No, that would be a nightmare. <laughs> To start choking in front of people. Right. At the very front of the room. Yeah. And those events, anytime you're hosting an event, you know, like it's, if I go and host football or wrestling or a concert, you know, the crowd is ready to yell and scream. Yeah. You want to get them fired up. That's kind of the vision. At the roast and toast, that's not really the vision. (laughs) What's the vision? The vision is, you know, to be clever and cute. So I made myself some notes and I went up there with my notes, but I only had one pair of contacts left. And I got to save them. You still haven't called, have you? Okay. I've just been very busy. Uh So uh, I went up there and I didn't have my contacts in. And I took my glasses, but I didn't want to wear my glasses up on stage when I was hosting for fear of reflection and photos and things of that nature. Um, So I didn't even really read my script. And when I hit the first line that kind of got a giggle, all of a sudden everything eases in. It was also good because I couldn't see anybody. 
which is also another way. You know how they tell you, hey, picture everybody without clothes on? Hey, if you just don't have if good vision, yeah. you don't see anybody. I am curious about what you ended up wearing because there was a little birdie that told me that the Roast and Toast host uh, had several uh, outfit changes before the actual Roast and Toast. Just a little birdie. Really pretty little birdie. Yeah, this me. is exactly the reason that you don't need your wife to be <laughs> friends with your radio co-host. Yeah, had an issue. No, I got a picture. I was like, hey, how does that, how do you look? And she sent me a picture of herself and she was outside and she was like, I'm fully ready and I'm waiting on someone else. Yeah, because I got aggravated because I thought I was going to wear my blue pants and my new white Calvin Clyde butt down shirt. And when I put it on, I was like, I don't really know. And then I realized that the dog... My perfect angel, uh-huh. Mr. Perfect, uh, Daddy's baby. Okay. I realized that he had eaten one of my shoes that was going to be the shoe I was going to wear with that attire, and I had nothing to wear with the blue pants. So I'm like, I guess I have to wear jeans. I'll do jeans and boots. And then the white shirt, looked it didn't look right, and so I had to, I put on my black shirt that I wear to a lot of my you know events. Uh-huh. I thought I was fine. I did wear boots. I got picked on for not wearing boots to Boots and Ballers, but I did wear boots to the roast. <laughs> But I was thinking about this. Like, if you were going to have a roast, right? It was mm-hmm. the roast of Kelly Perry. Oh, mm, gosh. Who would be the headliner? Who would be the, the person we put last? You. Oh, you think so? Yes. <clears throat> Everyone knows you would absolutely destroy me and sit there and laugh. Yep. Who do you think would be last on mine? <laughs> Your wife. She'd be really. (laughs) It's funny to think about that, though, Mm -hmm. right? Like if if you were going to have a roast, the roast of Kelly Perry, the roast of Brandon Baxter, the roast of whoever, who are the people that are going to speak? We had four people speak the other night. Who else would be speaking for you? I'd be one. It'd have to be some fun people. Which one of your girlfriends? Uh, I would probably say. mm, Who'd be the best public speaker? Oh, gosh. None of them would want to. No, they wouldn't. I would say my friend Carrie would probably be the best at roasting me. I think so. Yeah. So me and Carrie and wonder who else. I'm going to make a list or maybe people can send us recommendations. <laughs> I think that's okay. <laughs> no? We don't need any. You know what? I've got some in my mind. We we don't need any recommendations. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. So today is World Food Day. We talked about that. Or National Food Day. What is it? I think it's World no, National Food it's Day. It's National Food Day. Okay, so National Food Day, there is great news for foodies out there. Okay. If you're looking for something to try today, maybe you've never tried it, maybe you haven't tried it in a long time, the McRib is back at McDonald's. One of my friends uh, from Wynn posted a picture of that over the weekend and yes. was like, it's back and I like it, like kind of declaring his yes. love for the McRib. I am not one of those people. No, you're not going to go pick it up. Mm-mm. So basically, the way they describe this, it's a fan favorite sandwich. It's a seasoned boneless pork uh, patty dipped in tangy barbecue sauce, topped with slivered onions, dill pickles, all on a toasted homestyle bun. Mm. So this deal first came out in 1981 in Kansas City, which is like, you know, a barbecue hub. They put it out there and then all of a sudden it became a regional hit and then became a deal that was offered around the country. If you're one of those people and you wait around all year for the return of the McRib, (laughs) it is back and only in stores through November the 20th. All right. So you have just about a month to go get you a McRib. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you check out today's podcast, so much on the podcast, including our thoughts on the Pink Warrior Walk, mm-hmm. which we had the chance to be a part of with St. Bernard's. Big thanks to Kyla Owens, Pat Farmer, 
uh, Paul Pickens, mm-hmm. uh, Laura Pickens, all the, the entire crew at St. Bernard's was great to us. And we had the chance to meet a whole bunch of people. So. Yeah, it was nice. It was cool to do that. We talked about that on the podcast. Also, I was the host of a roast and toast. Mm-hmm. Uh, the roast of the host and toast with the most. The roast. No, the host of the roast and toast. Of the most. Of the most. No, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway, we talked about that, uh, where we roasted and toasted Danny Ford of the Glen Sane dealerships. There's also a turkey shortage just in time for Thanksgiving. You better buy your turkey. Which means inflation is going to cause the prices to go up. Uh, There's a cure for baldness on the way, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a big deal. Uh, We talked about annoying phrases, things you might be saying that people hate. Mm -hmm. We also have a story on uh, the Lion President. What the what? The Lion President, the new oh. president at Lion College. Okay, in Batesville. Okay, gotcha. It's the Lion President. Nice. <laughs> All that on the podcast. It's Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly, and it's available wherever you get podcasts. <laughs> Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The New England England Patriots host the Chicago Bears. That'll be on ESPN. <laughs> the Voice, Dancing with the Stars, Bachelor in Paradise. Tonight's schedule also includes All American, Nine One One, The Cleaning Lady, All American Homecoming, NCIS, Quantum Leap, The Good Doctor, and NCIS Hawaii. Hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.